Welcome to Mr. Podcast with Claude and Justin. Hey, we're back for a spooktacular commentary series this All Hallows Eve month. Uh, Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. 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 Hallows Eve month time. It's the spookiest month. That's why you get candy. <laughs> make you feel better. Candy is scary. No, candy isn't scary. Oh, candy makes you feel better. I see. Yes, candy takes the scares away. Candy takes scares away! Ah, got mm-hmm. it. Got it. I was wondering why I ate so much candy when I was a kid. All the scares. Because I was scared all the time. You had no no scares in the world. <laughs> not, a, not a scare after that Twix bar. <laughs> or that mini Kit Kat. Always those minis, you know? The minis. It's like so disappointing. Mm-hmm. You open this package mm-hmm. and it's like a bite and you're like, okay. Yeah. But isn't that, wait, wait, disappointing. That's part of the fun. Because what? you get so much more variety. <laughs> what? <laughs> you get so much more variety. Yeah, it's little bites, but you get a bunch of different things. But if I and like if it. if you're lucky. But hey, that's why you trade. That's why you ask for more, right? Because you're like, oh, I want those Kit Kats. So I want, mm-hmm. I need like 20 minis to make up yeah. a whole Kit Kat. Yeah, they're not even a cat. Like, yeah, it's just, just a kit. It's a kit. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so today we are talking about um, Hellraiser, the original. Clive Barker's Hellraiser. 80 who? 86, 87? Yeah. Clive Broder, British Clive Barker. um, Very British. uh, And so this is a little bit of a script flip uh, from last uh, episode where covering (laughs) covering bodies, 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 uh, which Justin loved more than I did (laughs) going into it. Uh, and in this movie, I love it more than Justin does. Um, yes. And uh, and I want to talk a little bit about why I love this movie, if I may. I would love um, to hear, and I would also like to discuss things I don't like about it. Oh, wow. Well, this um, sounds like a great podcast brewing. We can have an exchange <laughs> of ideas. Um <laughs> Yeah, I think that I think that sounds interesting. Um, yeah, so this movie for me, here's my backstory with this movie. So, ooh, I saw ooh, it. Cut, I, up. I think I. Yeah, yeah. I hope you're sitting down. Uh, I am we're going back to the past. Ooh, picture it, Dallas, Texas, <laughs> 1989. The year, 1989. Yeah. The place, Dallas, Texas. Is that? Is that is that Clive Barker? <laughs> I don't Are know. You... It kind of turned Australian. I, I don't did, know what was going it on. With get, that. It, it went down under. Yep. Um, uh, so I saw this movie when I was pretty young, I think. Uh, I'm sure on video or something. I'm sure I didn't see it when it came out of the theaters. I would have been six years old. Yeah. Completely inappropriate to take a young child. To yeah. Like this. Um, and I didn't like it, you know, I think I saw a lot of horror movies when I was really too young to be watching some of the classic horror movies of the time, yep. but also, like, I think it's a little bit fun to watch things you're not supposed to watch, and, oh know, yeah, that's what therapy's for later in it's life, like nine to grapple of with, fun. yeah, to grapple with, like, stuff you were exposed to, you shouldn't have been, <laughs> yeah. um, 
And so, you know, I always thought of the movie as just this, like, gory, like, a little bit schlocky movie that had, like, you know, just any, you know, not anything better than any other kind of average horror movie. I didn't care about, I didn't know what the story really was. I just know there were these, like, evil demons, and they just, you know, tortured people. And it was this kind of, um, I guess, you know, sort of precursor to torture porn sort of a thing. And... Yep. Uh, just very sadistic and everything. And, I, you know, just there was just nothing for me to watch or be interested in. Um, and uh, that's it. That's where we leave oh, today. Oh, the end. And, cool. <laughs> and that's why I love it. No. Um, and so at some point about uh, 10 or 15 years ago, maybe at this point, um, I, I revisited the movie, I think, I I don't know if I was reading about Clive Barker or somehow I was just kind of interested and in, you know there's these filmmakers that do a certain thing and you're you know you're kind of interested and in, and in, you know they're like oh he's like you know an expert in this thing and he makes these kind of things and um and so and I remember seeing the third one at a certain point I think mainly because Terry Farrell from Star Trek Voyager I'm sorry Star Trek Deep Space Nine was in that movie I think that's yeah. the only reason I probably watched that. And so, uh, but anyway, didn't have any, didn't really care about the original movie at all. But anyway, like I was saying, a, a, a while ago now, I, I think I maybe came across a plot synopsis of the movie, and I read it, and I was like, oh my god, that's what the movie's about? Like, this sounds really interesting. Like, I had no idea, like, what the actual story of the movie was. Mm -hmm. um, and so I went back and watched the movie and it gave me a completely different perspective on like, what is actually happening here? Uh, and what I realized straight off the bat is it's a film noir at its heart. And yeah. so that being, you know, film noir being my like favorite genre next to like sci-fi really drew me in. And so I started watching the movie, trying to just look at what the, what is the dramatic story that's taking place? And I think that fundamental part of the movie, I think, is really good. Before you get into any of the genre horror stuff, just like what the plot, what's actually, what the characters are trying to do is like really interesting. And I hadn't seen any other movie kind of tackle a thing like that. Uh, and then, so watching it with that lens and being open to understanding it, you know, sort of first as a film noir and a horror movie second. I got to look at the Cenobites and Pinhead and all the other creatures in a different way. And I got to see them as not these like just demons, but actually these sort of extra dimensional beings that actually have a philosophy, you know, where they're trying to sort of engage and understand this, this spectrum of pleasure and pain. And that when they come across, you know, humans who open the puzzle box and stuff, it's kind of like, they're scientists and they're doing an experiment, you know, and they're, you know, they have a hypothesis about what's going to happen. You know, it's almost like they, they're not just these one dimensional evil for evil sake beings. And so one of the things that did for me was it removed, which is sort of counterintuitive horror movies is it removed the horror out of it. Mm -hmm. Like it actually wasn't scary anymore. Because I understood why they were doing what they were doing. I understood sort of the rules of what they were doing and how they could operate. Um, and that just really kind of turned it into a sci-fi, like a really, really dark sci-fi movie to me. Um, and because I'm the kind of person that I like, 
I don't really like horror movies for the horror's sake. I like horror movies because of the stories and the themes you can get in horror contexts. But, you know, I don't, I don't like, my, my, my main point is I don't like to be scared, you know. Yeah. The adrenaline and the, the sitting there and, and wondering what's going to pop out at you and the, like, that's not entertaining or interesting to me at all. So I don't, so a horror movie really has to be bringing something else to the table for me to enjoy it. I don't just want to be creeped out. I just, I don't, I'm not in it for the scares, you know, um, or the lulls. Uh, but namely the scares. Uh, so anyway, that's kind of how I was able to sort of recontextualize what Hellraiser was doing. And I just thought, you know, as an original story from Clive Barker, I just thought, wow, this is actually really, really interesting. And there's a lot of cool stuff that's happening, just like creatively. So... Uh, so that's why I like the movie a lot, uh, because I think it's a different kind of horror movie at its core. It's got the trappings of like, it's kind of like Lost, you know how we talk about Lost, um, where, you know, yeah. people look at Lost and they see a certain type of show, but underneath there's something else happening. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Hellraiser is like that too, where it seems like this kind of thing where, oh, here's just these random demon creatures, special effects stuff happening, but like, actually they're interesting characters in a way. You know, and they look like that for, like, a reason, you know, that you can kind of surmise. Um, and uh, and they have sort of a plan and an ideology almost, uh, which makes them a lot more dimensional than just what I originally thought. So that, in a nutshell, is kind of why the movie uh, ha- had grown on me uh, in the recent years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. And just, you know, the classic film noir stuff, the, the, you know, not only a woman in trouble, but it's out, there's a femme fatale quality, but then from her perspective, there's a home fatale, you know, quality where she's being led to do bad stuff and she's leading other people to do bad stuff, you know, so it's like this dual quality thing. And then, you know, and then of course the effects and stuff are really interesting and, you know, gross, but interesting. Um... And then I love the concept of the puzzle box. I love the concept of, you know, the mysterious object that, you know, that that captures your imagination. But if you if you solve it, you know, now you're pro- now you have a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's my take. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, should I? So okay. Um, whoo, where to start? Um, should I tell my history? So you went historical on me. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, uh, I also saw this, um, sometime, sometime in the early nineties. Um, I was probably also too young to actually watch it, but I did watch, you know, quite a few horror movies in those days. Um, you know, The Shining and The Exorcist, you know, um, those like classic horror movies. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, you know, when I watched it back then, you know, I had a a pretty simple, um, at least for me, like my basic criteria for do I like a horror movie or not is, is it scary? (laughs) That was it. I mean, literally. So, like, The Shining, I found very scary. 
The Exorcist yeah. I found scary, at least at times. Um, this I did not find scary. I, mm-hmm. Not at all. It didn't. I I thought it was weird or whatever. It held it held my attention, mm-hmm. but I didn't think it was scary. And therefore, at least in my you know twelve year old brain, this yeah. failed as a horror movie. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it wasn't scary. Now, yeah. modern me uh, doesn't actually think that a horror movie needs to be scary to be good or interesting. Like there are plenty of horror movies that I like that. I don't think are really scary, but they have something else going on that mm-hmm. makes them interesting. Like being scary is a thing and I, I do value it, but you know, anyway, I, I don't, I don't think because it's not scary, that means it's a bad movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I've moved on from that. However, um, I, you know, I, what can I say I, on paper? Um, I, on paper, I think there's definitely some interest in the story. I, I I agree, you know, the way it's constructed is, is yeah, it's like both classic and like, like, um, Neo-classic. You know, bringing something new to a classic form, you know, because yeah. if, you, if you take out the supernatural stuff, you know, it, it really could be a, a classic noir. Like you, you could definitely frame it that way. Yeah. Um, if you wanted um i mean you have to change some of the details of how it plays out obviously but mm-hmm. um and like why are you murdering Cino- people you just and... make the cinnabites gangsters and yeah uh... yeah yeah <laughs> yeah 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 then there yeah there'd have to be a reason beyond the blood and anyway blah 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 but um but yeah nonetheless like um on paper um i can see being like yeah that's a cool idea for a story and and i i say on paper very deliberately i mean clive barker is primarily a a writer you know he's he's an author of books he uh he he directed i think one or two other movies uh besides this but you know uh film has not been his primary medium ever um and uh i just think so like stephen king uh, same same story um you know i don't know i don't know that he maybe he directed one movie but i I think mostly he he would like write um scripts and stuff but um you know i feel like somewhat the same about both of them that you know i like them in written form at least more so uh when they sort of have complete control over what they're doing mm-hmm. and they can bring you into their world exactly the way they want and yeah i think that but like at least for stephen king when it comes to the script i mean there's exceptions there's some stuff that's decent but like for the most part like his film stuff is much inferior to the uh mm-hmm. the you know the stuff he wrote specifically for you know for film or, or tv um to to the actual books and um i just think the execution here is weak like i'm not impressed with this movie at all on just on a visual the music uh the acting uh, like none of it really does much for me like i i have a i have a mild appreciation for the image of of pinhead like i think that is compelling that definitely lasted that definitely made an impact i'll i'll mm-hmm. i'll give him that one but 
overall, I find it just kind of flat. Like if you compare it stylistically to something like The Shining or The Exorcist or Rosemary's Baby or whatever, like that are just mm -hmm. to me like overwhelming, like aesthetically. Right. Movies by directors who are known for directing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I'm just not convinced that Clive Barker's a good director or filmmaker in general. So mm -hmm. like that's part of the problem for me is I, I just don't love the execution. Like, and I don't, I don't like the characters either. Like, you know, mm -hmm. we talked about, um, we talked about, we talked about not liking characters in bodies, 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 you know? Yeah. And uh, I wanted to say more about that. So this is a great opportunity for me to say more. Um, more. because it was relevant because you said right so I said I said I like movies where or at least sometimes like I can get on board with movies where I don't automatically like it but anyway where like the characters are not characters that you like you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and 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 then but then you brought up like Gold Ducat and I the thing I want to say about that is I think there's a distinction there um Gal Dukat is a charming villain. I think that is actually a different thing from what I'm talking about with characters you don't like. Like the characters you don't like are actually just unpleasant. Like there's nothing fun about them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, Gal Dukat is a fun character to watch, you know, yeah. whatever his actual faults are. I feel like that's, that's, that's its own thing. The charming villain is its own thing. And I don't count that really as an unlikable character. That is more of a fun, bad character. Okay. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah. So what I'm talking about is the thing where the characters are just unpleasant. Like you, d there's nothing about them that's enjoyable. <laughs> Mm -hmm. you know so i did kind of feel that way about bodies 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 and i'm not here to say that those characters were like genius or anything but there were things about them that i appreciated even if i didn't really like any of the characters i felt like they had some compelling aspects i i struggle with this movie to care about anyone in the movie like frank is such a blank nothing to me <laughs> Like I get, I get nothing. And he's like driving, like he's like providing motivation for, for all this plot. And he doesn't do much for me. Um, this like wife character, like doesn't do much for me. And then you got, they even got the only actor in this who I actually know is uh, Andrew Robinson, who, yeah. who plays Garrick. Yeah. Um, who's fantastic, right? Like, mm -hmm. I mean, that's a great, that's an all-time great TV character. Uh, he's got the most boring part in this, which is just the sad sack husband who's sitting by. And of course, you know, later in the movie, he becomes the bad, you know, he becomes Frank, basically. At that point, he's kind of just generic bad guy, and it's like, whatever. There's not much there. And there's a daughter character, too, who's like, fine but if you compare her to like um a final girl character from other horror like nightmare on elm street or halloween or something like it's just not it's not measuring up mm -hmm. at least as far as i'm concerned it just feels very bland and so yeah i think big part of the problem for me is that i don't care about the characters the the other problem for me is that i don't like the movie aesthetically gotcha <laughs> so 
So these are my criticisms. If, you know, so it's like, I almost feel like there is a book or a short story or something that's based on, Mm -hmm. I feel like I should read it because I think that's probably the best way that I could appreciate this story. Mm -hmm. You know, because this rendering of it is just, I don't know. Anyway, uh, we'll see as it goes. Uh, Maybe I can say things more specifically. um, But um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's why, like, I just could never get on. And I watch it again, you know, I watched it back in the 90s. I watched it again uh, later in the 2000s. I was doing some, some, you know, catching up on some old horror movies I hadn't seen in a while. I didn't like it then. I watch it again more recently within the last like five years or so. I still didn't like it. I, I really can't, I cannot bring myself to like this movie. It's, uh, it's, it's a lot of people love it. And I, I fully admit that there are unique and interesting things about it. It's not that I am incapable of appreciating that there is something, you know, that is special about the movie. I just, the other stuff just outweighs it for me too much and gotcha yeah and i don't i don't disagree that the characters are pretty flat i think in a lot of ways they're just pawns for the storytelling you know they're just there to have the pieces of the story play out um so yeah i think that's legitimate criticism yeah they're yeah i'd buy that i think i think it's almost like they have to be flat so the other parts stand out. Yeah. You know, yeah. sci-fi and horror stuff stands out more because it's, you know, it's not about, like, really, really interesting characters. Right, right, you know. right. Um, yeah, so I'll buy that. Whereas I think for me, to sell it as a noir, I would want the characters to really pull me in, you know, mm-hmm. where I don't have to like them, but I should at least care about them. <laughs> But see, yeah. I feel like that's part of the noir trope, though, a lot of the times, is the characters are pretty flat, and it's really them being stuck in the interesting situation that we're interested in, you know? I guess. I mean, there's obviously exceptions to that, I think, but... Um, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, I, when I think of old... I mean, it, it's it's tough. I mean, that's not a blanket. I wouldn't say that's, that's, a, that's a general thing, but... Um, because obviously you have noirs that do have really great characters, but when I think of like your average noir, like the characters are not as interesting as the situation that they're in. Mm-hmm. You might be right about that. I mean, it might just be that I'm not deeply familiar enough with noir, like classic noir, to have a reference point. Like, because the stuff I'm thinking about, that's not true. But the stuff I'm thinking about is like all time classics. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's not that's not like that's not necessarily the average, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, but you know, for me, it does matter because, like, you know, if it was a noir with flat characters, I don't know that I would enjoy it. I might have the same reaction I have to this, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because at least the ones that I have really liked, you know, have pulled me in with the characters, whether they were, you know, actually likable characters who are just down on their luck or whether they were actually just really unpleasant characters, but in an interesting way. Like, both things can work, I think. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I, I take your point. I mean, maybe that is maybe that is part of the deal and, like, functionally... 
it kind of makes sense. Um, I just, yeah. <laughs> it's still just hard for me to enjoy, but I think, uh, you know, for a commentary is great. I can, you know, I can talk about stuff um, mm -hmm. while it's playing and I don't have to like just sit through it and think like, I wish this was better. So that'll be, that'll be good. I think it'll be a good commentary experience. All right. Well, let's see how much Justin hates this. <laughs> players ready every Let's do it. All right. Let's get some, let's raise some hell. Let's raise that hell. All right. All right. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, Classic 80s logo. So 80s. So logo. <laughs> what does it say? New World Pictures? Yeah. yeah, New World Pictures. There we go. Mm -hmm. Just came on the screen. Just in case you want to sync. <laughs> and, you know, I recommend it. Cinemark. Okay. <laughs> Got some French funding? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, got a scary theme here. Hey, Garrick. <laughs> now this doesn't actually take place in England, right? I don't think so. I think it's I supposed like to be New England. New England, yeah, okay. Because I feel like the original story should be in England, although I don't know that for a fact. Yeah, I actually don't know where it takes place, but I, from from my memory of what it looks like. Yeah, I mean, Andrew Robinson is not British, but I think the, what's her name is. I think a lot of the actors are British. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Pinhead's British, too. Yep. Christopher Young. See, back okay. in the eighties, we had time to just wait through credits. Uh, <laughs> but this is also a little bit of a noir thing, you know. The old, you know, the older yeah. movies would do this too. I think it's slightly interesting to underline all the names. I don't uh -huh. usually see that. Uh huh. It was a new it's technology. Like, it's like a motif, you know. Ooh, and put it in the box. I, Ooh, I don't know if that worked for me, but okay. Uh. <laughs> What's your pleasure? <laughs> I mean, I do like the idea that like love... there's this mystery box that you can actually yeah, just yeah, encounter. and I love it. Just it's just random around the world. You don't know where it's gonna be. I also love the detail how gross his fingernails are, how dirty they they're are. real gross. Yeah, I also love. I also just like there's it just starts out like slimy. He's sweaty. Mm -hmm. gross already yeah there's no introduction we just get slammed you know there's no build-up to it he just yeah. hits the box immediately yeah there's no backstory to him like why is he yeah. here what's he doing yeah this is just kind of a prelude it's it's not really trying to be too elaborate we're just gonna like give a, a yeah. context as like quickly as possible mm-hmm but it, it's like, yeah, you want to introduce the box, like, 
quickly yeah. because it in it a normal important. movie he'd find the box uh at the in, in at the like 15 minute mark you know yeah the, you know he'd find we'd, we'd get the ordinary world the first 10 minutes yeah then he'd find the box and do something with it yeah yeah but i guess on the other hand like did we talk about this last time like i think horror movies have a problem sometimes because they want to start with a horror scene Mm-hmm. But they also, like, the characters, the main characters, like, won't be involved in horror, like, immediately. So, yeah, I feel like this kind of solves that problem as well. Yeah. This is that scene that gives you the horror at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then, then we cut to, like, something more normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though this house is a mess. Yeah, it's real gross. <laughs> it's real, real gross. So wait, did he use... I know, okay. I was thinking about where did he use the box? Yeah, because like, it seemed like it, it was have been implied. in Morocco. He was in another country and then like, okay. Did he just wait to go home to use it? Yeah. So here we get the grossness. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I thought we were done, but we were not. We were still... Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to throw this in first. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Yeah, see, and I do appreciate this. In a normal horror movie, like, these would just be monsters. Yeah, I do appreciate that they're real characters who yeah. have wants and desires. Yeah. Yeah. And they have, I mean, like, aesthetic. You know, they have, like, you know, like... <laughs> He's piecing together the... Mm-hmm. Maybe he shouldn't have done that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and to get the villain right in the beginning, too, is pretty interesting. Yeah. Like, not hiding Pinhead, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And his nails are pretty clean! They're for all that clean. blood! Yeah. Oh, what does that say? Ah, okay. Okay. That's the point. Uh-huh. It's gonna be like, okay, this crazy shit was happening in this house, and now they're gonna move in, and mm-hmm. it's just a matter of time before. But this thing that happens with Frank, like, it's not intentional, right? It's like some kind of weird accident. I think he he engineers. You mean what? How he comes back? Yeah, like the he fact that he's still it somehow. Yeah, and that's why they come after him because he sort of breaks the rules or something. Yeah. Julian Bashir, of course. He's tricking you. <laughs> That's all it smells like? But I was stuck on Cardassia. <laughs> oh, Frank is his brother. Yeah. Okay. All right. I forgot that. I'm not a Satanist. 
Ouch. Wow, damn. Sick burn. Sorry, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are in England. Oh, they are in England. Yeah. Wow. Back on your own turf. Yeah. Well, I don't that know does why. make sense. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. weird, though. Why is your brother. But why is it he not English? What? Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Are you a fair day? Like, why are you not British? Yeah, what if it's just a casting thing? Like, he really should be. He's like, I'm not going to do the accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the but whole Frank, movie. Frank doesn't have an accent either, though. No. So. I don't... Yeah, I don't understand. Uh, hey, Americans can move to England. They can. But, like, it seems like this is their ancestral home. I know. So... Their parents were English and moved, raised them in America, <laughs> now they're back. Oh God, is this the scene where, okay, no, no. There's this thing that like drives me crazy that's coming, but it hasn't happened yet. Ooh, touche. <laughs> the other thing I appreciate is this the her character, the wife character, like this like, you know, classic she's she's wanting something out of life she can't get and it's sort mm-hmm. of seduced into this darkness you know yeah 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 like this is horrible i love it right yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah drawn to the darkness as an escape mm-hmm. yeah like i said i mean on paper it, it works yeah I always wonder where she is. I feel like there's like a reveal where they, you know, she's in prison or like that (laughs) shot is so tight on her. It is weirdly close. Yeah.
Oh, you like it now, huh? Mm-hmm. And this also reminds me of the dynamic, we obviously with more dialogue, but the dynamic of uh, in, in Lost Highway with yeah. uh, Bill Pullman and Patricia Arquette, like in yeah. that beginning thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. There's like this unspoken tension. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to stay home and read. Mm-hmm. Read. Read. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta serve a man. <laughs> How dare you? Paying you for help. I don't know what the subtext of that part was. I don't know. Yeah, they were like leering? I'm not really sure. No. Alright, well, she's not in prison or whatever. Yeah. I don't know where this is, though. It's a crazy location. Some, some industrial under, wharf. Under bridge? Wharf? Oh, is it a wharf? Okay. We have Garrick and now we have Wharf. <laughs> oh, another Star Trek characters are gonna show up. <laughs> that's weird. Why even put that in there? I, I yeah. don't understand. Because that's her coming around the corner. Why like, couldn't you just journey, cut to this? Like, why her journey? Show... Her journey to the house. It's like Alice in Wonderland. You know, you got to show the journey. Okay. Or okay. Uh, Little Red Riding Hood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And she laughs at all the religious artifacts. Yeah. Yeah. That's the subtext. Yeah. Lasciviousness. Yep. Here's a six pack. <laughs> I just threw him a six pack. Wow. Those are going to be um, very bubbly. Those two guys should be able to pull that mattress upstairs. I agree. <laughs> it's they not like beer. They want a beer the break. Heaviest thing in the world. Like, come well, on. Well, it reminds me of the friend, the classic Friends thing when they were moving a bed up the stairs, and it's just difficult to get it up the stairs because of the, you know, the, the turn mm-hmm. of the stairs. Yeah. The whole pivot, pivot. The famous thing. Right. I mean, I don't know that, but that sounds like a Friends thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting that she didn't, She, you know, a different version of the story is she would have just shown up with them in the beginning. This whole, I got my own room, like that is very, Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Very specific. Yeah, it's strange. Oh, here we go. I forgot this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm now we wet. get some flashbacks. <laughs> Julia. Okay, that's what the I think. Man of your nightmares. Is. I want to watch this movie in black and white because these are just like classic noir like shots and like it is very deadpan and very flat. (laughs) Yeah. 
talking about nothing. <laughs> Have you got a towel? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're still talking about the room. Okay. Yeah. I guess she has to be, like, away from the house for a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, while this other yeah, stuff yeah, goes on. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You're totally right. Yep. Yeah, she can't just hang out. But it, but they could have done a thing where she shows up and goes, Ew, I'm not going to stay here. Mm -hmm. I'll go find my own room. Yeah, they could have. It's true. It's like she was against it before she even saw it. Yeah, she knew better. I mean, look at that shot. What's happening? I love it. I have no idea. That was it's weird. Story. It's very Lynchian. <laughs> it's just like characters just in their own little emotional world. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not her mother. They did establish yes. that. I have forgotten about that. To pain. Is that his voice for real? It does seem like it's overdubbed or something. Yeah. I don't understand why, but... Like, was this guy British or something? What about Larry? Mm -hmm. Larry who? This is very Twin Peaks. Like the music, these like these, this is almost like a young uh, uh, <laughs> what's her name, uh, uh, Sarah Laura, Laura's mom. You know? Oh, this is before she married Leland or something, or like you know, it's like the it's the same style. This like psychosexual drama, you know? Yeah, yeah. This eighties style that it's shot in, and yeah. Like, Yeah, and I, I guess it's it's interesting that she starts this affair like before they are even married. Is that what happened? Oh, he, that's right, because he said he kind of kissed the He bride, said he yeah. came for the wedding. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is the thing. This is the fucking thing right here that drives me crazy. This nail thing. Because he's nailing her? Cause, no, that's not the reason, but that is true. <laughs> <laughs> So he cuts his hand on the nail, mm -hmm. and then that blood is what gets the plot going. Oh, okay. And I just think that's ridiculous. <laughs> eh, what are you gonna do? Something's gotta happen. <laughs> I agree. I just find that it's so arbitrary. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, I don't know. 
But isn't that what makes it interesting that it's such a happenstance thing? Like it's like nothing could have not for that nail. But he cut his hand on a nail, and then he bleeds in this room. I love this look. Like, like get away from me! What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? What do you want? Yeah, like, why like he are you doesn't, thrusting he doesn't your hand at, down? Because he, yeah, he he's afraid of the blood. Oh, so okay, just, okay. It like, is a really bad. I time. guess they don't have running water or whatever. Like, because otherwise, it'd be like, go to a sink. Yeah, I think it's really just for all this here. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think there's a I'm probably gonna get the details wrong, but I think there's a Friday the 13th sequel where like the initial murder happens because like a character like takes another character's candy bar or <laughs> something along those lines, like that incites the whole movie. Mm. I just I don't know. <laughs> I gotcha. I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, most movies have some contrivance that you got to go along with. And mm-hmm. it's probably the kind of thing where if I enjoyed other parts of the movie more, it wouldn't bother me that much. But... Yeah, I gotcha. But you got to love the visual thing of him nailing her and then Frank gets nailed. And Yeah, yeah. I didn't really think about that pun aspects um before now if i'm thinking intellectually i don't know why this is happening i thought i mean i guess it's just the residuals of him his dead body and things but i kind of thought all that went to the other dimension but i guess something got left over yeah yeah that's i mean I'm like kind of okay with that just because I don't mind like some inexplicable things happening in horror, but yeah, I think because this has such like a specific like context for Mm -hmm. what the box is and what the Cenobites are and what they do and why, like it bothers me a little more that it's like, did they fuck up or like what, like, has this never happened before? Like, it just, it raises all these questions. Blood getting spilled on this place where somebody was killed. Like, yeah. Yeah. Through the box. Like, is it just like uh, an accident? I or do they find mess out? Because I think, I think, I think, I don't know. I think we'll find out. Because I think it has something to do with Frank trying to escape hell, maybe. I kind of forgot now. Okay. I mean, he does eventually want to escape. I just, I don't yeah. know. Like, I do appreciate the creature effects. It's very the thing. Yeah, yeah, and that's actually my least favorite part of the thing as well, so that that's definitely <laughs> not my favorite. It, yeah. It's fine, like, it's, I prefer this to CGI, for the record, but yeah, I, the, the gross, slimy creature yeah. stuff is, like, not my favorite thing in horror. Yeah. But it is super the thing. I, yeah, I appreciate how gross it is. It's not my thing, but... Yeah. They they did succeed in it being gross. That has its place, and I will not deny it. Mm-hmm. 
Are they in England? Everyone's I know, right? American. Wait, are they trying to say she's not British? <laughs> and her home turf is New England? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> like, are they just not Oh, maybe she, were, maybe she was... I don't know. Like, she was living abroad for a long time when she mm-hmm. grew up or something? No, she, so she got that accent from going there later in life. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, it raises questions. Or it's just, like, they know all the expats. <laughs> That's <laughs> the, who they have the over. The expat party, yeah. <laughs> Paper hat? I thought he might explain it. What does... I thought he made like a birthday hat, like we wear at a party, maybe. Okay. Okay. That's a weird line. Okay. It's British. Yeah, I know, right? I was thinking maybe it was some British custom, but (laughs) now I'm not sure. The fact that she doesn't love you anymore. (laughs) Ouch. Did she ever? I mean, that's my question. Like I was saying earlier, like... I think she did. She wanted to marry him, but I think, you know, maybe not that much love or... She started the affair before the wedding, so it's like, you know what I mean? It's Frank's fault, though. Like, it's different from a marriage that goes on for a while and becomes stale, you know, which is the sense I have in something like Last Highway. Yeah, but that's... And that's what's interesting about this, because it's a one-time thing that happened years ago that's still haunting her. Yeah. That now, now that her marriage is stale, right? Right. You didn't keep yeah. the affair going. Now that it is stale, it makes her want to be with Frankie even more. Want to return to that. She I has mean, all the lifetime of regret. To a point that is hard for me to grasp that she's like, yeah, okay with this like level of mm-hmm. grossness. Because it's like, oh, Frank, you were so good. I don't care that you're a bloody <laughs> skeleton now hey. like you're still hotter sure. than Andrew he's, a, he's a sharp nail as they say yikes <laughs> i also love this beating heart like the telltale heart Mm-hmm. it's me <laughs> <laughs> give me a kiss baby <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Maybe that's why they did overdubs because they used a different voice for this okay. and they wanted and it to match. Yeah. <laughs> but don't look at me, but help me, but don't look at me. Why should I help you? Frank what? <laughs> There's a lot of Franks in the world. Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing. They don't know that Frank was dead. So this mm-hmm. would be more shocking if they knew he was dead. Mm-hmm. I guess she's about to sort of say that. Okay, yeah. 
And see, what's weird is now he sounds like a a forties gangster. Like, just help me, will ya? Right. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, he needs a cigarette. Like he he sort of becomes a different person. Be a doll and help me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she's in her own world. I don't know what movie she's in, but she's not in this one yet. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's, I feel like in a way she's there because at a certain point it's like we need someone normal to finish this movie and yes. everybody else is dead or like beyond <laughs> yeah, the pale. or weird, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like for a long time she isn't a focus so it's just kind of strange. Mm-hmm. What are you? What, what <laughs> so like... Insane. Like how I couldn't I the fact that she buys into this like I don't know it's yeah. a lot. <laughs> I you know I I think they do a decent job of getting her to that point at least right here in the dialogue right he's back you know the blood healed him uh, but he needs more blood like it, it you know it's not a million miles between each thought that she has to connect but it's not perfect obviously but i think the idea of her being able to recreate her the you know the her lover is a strong pool uh yeah and all they have to do is get her to get blood from people she doesn't like or right what she doesn't respect and but it's just it's such a huge like what she has to do and the fact that like what is going on here like mm-hmm. this work She's like definitely not asking a lot of questions what are you like what yeah. like you used to be human like what is this and the thing is she doesn't know i mean like again she doesn't that's that looks like a lynch character too <laughs> like, yeah yeah uh, it's like the the man behind winkies yeah yeah kind of vibe Uh, I was going to say um, something. Oh, about her getting Frank back. Yeah. That's weird. Now, what's happening here? Like, he was at the party. He was at the party, and yeah, I guess they were Is making he one eyes. one and... people's sons or something? Yeah, or... I guess. Are they just meeting? <laughs> if they said that, I don't remember. Or maybe they knew each other already, and she brought him to the party? I'm really not sure. A lot of questions. <laughs> there are a lot of questions. And so now her dilemma is, do I do I get blood to bring Frank back, or do I sleep next to this my whole life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, see? She made a promise. Yeah. Anything. Can you... Can I be yeah. specific about what anything might entail? Ha! <laughs> <Huh? laughs> because you might be thinking normal anything, but mm-hmm. I don't mean that. Oh, I was going to say, she doesn't know that he died necessarily, so she might think he was injured badly. (laughs) I mean, it's still, yeah, if she thinks that, it still doesn't make sense that, like, blood heals him. I mean, that's not, 
the normal way that healing works. So if you needed a blood transplant transfusion, that blood's not going to heal you? Well, okay, but not like this. <laughs> you don't just spill it on the floor. And oh, look who went to medical school all the time. Suck it up. Oh, like... Okay, ooh la la. <laughs> I knew you were Dr. Justin. I Dr. Justin. <laughs> I mean, I'm no expert on blood transfusions, but I don't What's think they work here? like that. Is this a dream sequence? I feel like I've never seen this movie. I'm forgetting all these things. I don't remember this at all. I don't understand what's going on here. Is, Is someone funny? else dreaming? Now there's a baby involved. Yeah, why is there a baby? Blood baby? Mm -mm. Is Frank the blood baby? He's a blood baby. <laughs> Congratulations, it's a boy. I didn't who even was that? Oh, it was his dream. No, it's her dream. Okay, all right. It's just weird because they cut to him waking I up. I know. But, okay. Yeah. So wait, was that him in the dream? I don't even know who that was. I couldn't tell. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, it was her dream. That makes more sense, but Is that who it was? It was Andrew Robinson? Uh, yeah, it must have been. It was a weird shot, but... I yeah, I could not tell. Yeah, I don't So it's actually... an omen. She gets, an, she gets a premonition of the danger. That there's something, yeah. But it's so vague. Like, what she, can she even say? Like, I had this weird dream. Watch out for the feathers. Watch out for the feathers. Yeah. Never better. Oh boy. So like who sent the dream? Like, is it just arbitrary? Like she just happened to have a dream? Like, is there a reason? I, I don't know. It's just sort of vague, like Yeah. There's shit Intuition. in the air. Did Frank yeah. send it? Yeah, is she like psychic or something? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. A little bit psychic. <laughs> Are you serious? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know if there's an all explanation right. for that. All right, all right, all right. I thought maybe like later on they actually reveal like she's psychic. <laughs> but maybe not. not from all right, so now we're in this phase. Yeah. Which, yeah, this reminds me of The Shining. Just some of the aesthetics of the bar. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Like, I appreciate that even though I'd want more dialogue and more, like, questions answered between her and Frank, like, there is something nice about it just being, like, there's a lot of what's happening just not being said. You know, I was thinking about that. Points. And... I think, like, if it was shorter, I almost, uh, because I feel like in a way this is, like, a Tales from the Crypt episode. Yeah. Like, I think if it was shorter, somehow the truncatedness wouldn't bother me as much. I just, yeah, because it's drawn out to feature length, it makes you just, I don't, I don't need too much. I know, like, in horror, it's not, like, in horror, like, characters just ask questions all the time. It's just, 
such a huge leap to make. And, you know, if I compare it to like Jack Nicholson's like downfall in The Shining or whatever, like it's a gradual thing. And she just leaps to this place, mm-hmm. you know, and I just it just feels a bit rushed. to I, me. I do think we might not know what is going to happen. Like, does he does she know that means this guy's going to die or he's just going to Frank's going to take a little blood like, mm-hmm. does she really, has she really thought through the implications? Yeah, yeah. So it's the like, fact that there's so much vagueness, then we don't, we don't, we can't really know what she's really thinking exactly. That's true, that's true. And see, now he's about to deserve it. Right, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. It makes sense to write it that way, because then it's like, well, this guy's going to get murdered, so... You know, I mean, in the end, like, she doesn't really give a shit, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think for the first one, it makes sense to have it go down like that. Stop but, you know, in a bit. different story, there would be a refusal, right? She'd say, no, Frank, I can't do that. Yeah. And she'd go and, and there'd be a beat of her back with her husband and then something happens and, you know... Then yeah. she realizes, like, okay, I do want to help Frank. Yeah. Is he British? I it sounded a little British to me. That's just I, that line just never works. <laughs> it just it's just like really, no one's ever said that. I've Prefer always it. preferred the floor. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's like the grossest room in the grossest house. Let's have sex. Yeah. Yeah. You just couldn't resist those star-shaped earrings. (laughs) (laughs) Was that a thing in the 80s? Clearly. Let me know in the comments. Yeah, yeah. Tell us. What was the ear fashion of the decade? I mean, the hair is definitely very '80s, but yeah, I'm not I'm not as familiar with the earrings. So does well, okay. I mean, I'll find out soon. I I don't actually remember how this plays out. Yeah, this guy's definitely British. Blada. Just like Jason Statham. <laughs> okay. Oh wow. She is gonna okay. do the murder. Yeah, that's what uh, I thought. Okay. So that's a bit much. That's a bit much. She went it's from a lot. from level one to level million pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which is like it's interesting in a way. But I do feel like more character development could have made this more plausible. Because, mm-hmm. like, on the surface, like, this is this is insane. Yeah. Don't look at me. Just leave me the corpse. And yeah, let me I'll slop up his blood. Eat it like an injured person does. Yep, classic medicine. <laughs> I do love that little shot, though. That little door closing as he grabs the body. Yeah. yeah. That also reminds me of The Shining. That 
that bear costume man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, look yeah. Through yeah. The door and they're looking back at you. Something going on in a room that's mm-hmm. illicit and you shouldn't yeah. see it. Don't look at me. Yeah. Yeah. Separate faucets. That seems old fashioned. Mm-hmm. One for hot, one for cold. But I guess it's a whole old house. You didn't get it all, honey. No, she missed some. <laughs> Are you about to, like, get down? Like, why are you in your underwear? Just because it was bloody? I think she took off the bloody clothes or something. Wow. She just wants to see, like, mess. what happened. I'm better now. Yeah. Look. Yeah. <laughs> Just the old Frank you remember. <laughs> yeah, I think what's weird is the the guy playing this Frank isn't the guy who played the original Frank. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know why they did that. <laughs> like, a normal movie would cast the same actor for mm-hmm. the two roles. <laughs> also, remember, we're like 30-something minutes in, and uh, 40 minutes in, do you remember the Cenobites? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like you forget that they were even in the movie. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's a long time before they and come the back. And the puzzle box and all that stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah. I've been about that for a long time. yeah. It's definitely setting up questions for you to ask and yeah. If you remember that you should care about that. Oh no, she's gonna carry it out. What is she gonna do with it? Ha ha ha! I'll be all the oxygen free. <laughs> Damn Frank, can't you just eat those like what are you doing he just needs the blood that's what's interesting too he just needs the blood he yeah needs the blood all the the bones and all the, the other stuff wait where did she put it in a room just in in a different room yeah yikes <laughs> never say that again yeah why do you say that voice <laughs> Why is he carrying a cookie around? Yeah, and isn't it a biscuit? It is a biscuit. You're right. <laughs> That's a good point. And he should know that. She's like, I don't want a cookie. But a biscuit I could go for. Biscuits are good. She's just going back in. Okay. (laughs) You're working my nerves. (laughs) Oh, she tries to refuse now? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. 
I was willing to do one murder, oh, but not go. two. See? Yeah. So he, like, escaped. He that, escaped that somehow. The blood, the blood opened a doorway to let him escape or something. Yeah. Just a bloody moment. worse <laughs> so much love i haven't seen you in all those years <laughs> yeah i basically forgot about you until you became useful to me but i guess that's not troubling you you know that's what it is she reminds me of uh uh, Mulholland Drive, uh, Betty. Mm-hmm. Part, even the voice, like. I'm here to watch. <laughs> I love this. Give those back! <laughs> Yeah, somebody does that. It's time to quit. <laughs> yep. This is not a restaurant. Mm-hmm. They have monkeys. You saw a monkey? Oh, I heard a monkey. It's like, yeah, the sound. Maybe it's a bird that sounds like a monkey? <laughs> It'd be weird to have monkeys. I agree. I just thought I saw a monkey. Does he just work with her at the animal place? Is this what's happening? What he said he said it came by to see you, so oh, I, I, I don't think he works there. Okay. But, yeah, it seems like they knew each other. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> Be more careful. Slurp, slurp. Yeah. Hey, man's gotta eat. Oh, he was like in the underwear. Like the other guy was like not undressed at all. Yeah. Well, because he was going to go to the bathroom. Right. Right. She's like, are you taking the piss? See, that's what's interesting. The first murder she did, and it was a little bit too too far too fast. The second murder, she got the guy in the house, but then Frank did it. But now she's like, I'm liking this. Yeah. 
See, yeah. now you smoke it. Yeah, he's a he's such a he's such a noir. Got a shirt on. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Off screen, I guess. And now we're back to the opening scene. Mm -hmm. So really, that opening scene was a flash forward. Sort of. In yeah. A, in, yeah, that's interesting. Although, chronologically, it wasn't. But. Yeah. But, like, theoretically, they could have not left that out and showed yeah. it here. Yeah. Like, I actually think that would have been okay. It just would have been less of a punchy opening. I, I think, but yeah, I think there was too much time in between. There was so much time that there was very little horror or anything. And then you do need to establish the box, I think. Yeah. Why not? How do you know? They'll never find us. Like, is she talking about the Cenobites? Yeah. Like, why? Because he you... said he said they're coming to get me, and I gotta leave. But she, you, like, you don't even. <laughs> yeah, she's just saying things. She doesn't know their power. <laughs> like, I... yeah. But she's just saying, "Hey, we'll we'll make it work." She's being naive. Okay. Okay. It's just like you just learned that these things exist and. Like, how, how could you, from what you've seen, like, how could you think that you I, I can evade like that line, he said, the pleasures of heaven or hell, I didn't care which. Mm -hmm. You know, like, that whole idea of the pleasure and pain being two sides of the same coin, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely a big Clive Barker fixation. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Where is Frank? He's Some, up. So many of those shots that they have of him, I'm like, where are you peering from? Like, He's in that room, right? But he was looking as if he could see them. Yeah. Like, is he um, on the stairs? I don't like, know if that makes sense. But yeah, maybe he went out on the stairs. I, I guess it's possible. There's no, like, rule that he has to stay in that room, right? It's just that, like, he doesn't want other people to see him. Yeah. Blair, you make bad decisions. <laughs> He's just gonna hide, though, right? Like, it's too early... For him to actually find anything. I guess I haven't seen this movie in longer than I thought. I'm kind of forgetting what's coming next. Yeah, I don't remember either. I do think he hides. I think you're right that it's not here. Yeah. This is the fake out. The yeah. horror fake out. Yeah, it's like the music swells. You think he's going to find something. and mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Just a rat. Oh my god. Ooh, did you see? Did you world. see what's going on with the rat? Did Frank do that? What the fuck is going on with those rats? Yikes. <laughs> I don't even understand. Frank must have done that. Was he using the rat blood or he just likes torturing rats for no particular reason? Like Yeah. I think it's just what the fuck, a Frank? sign of his uh, sinister nature. Who was you know, that? I thought he was bad, but... Didn't somebody just walk across? Yeah, that was Frank, place? right? I thought that was Christy. I thought it was a woman. Oh. I better... But, but but why is she still here? What, what if that's Christy in her parents' okay, bedroom... Okay, it was Frank hiding in the closet. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so confused. Yeah, that makes more sense. I felt like so that's why he be... wasn't. In, that's why he wasn't in the room. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So now we're gonna have this like reverse blue velvet scene. So blue velvet. <laughs> we're like, yeah. Frank's in the closet. Yeah. Blue Velvet has a Frank too, an evil Frank. Yep. Yep. Is he holding a dead? Yeah. Larry okay. uh, does not understand consent. Oh my god! He's been yeah. For a while. Is this a dream? Like, is this really happening? What's dream like about this? Like he just cut open a rat <laughs> behind them and he didn't notice. Yeah. But yeah, you're totally right. Like, like it's actually disturbing in a different way that he just yeah. like didn't give a shit. <laughs> I don't understand you. You keep saying no and I don't listen. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you want. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> come back so they went somewhere oh he's talking about brooklyn oh they were here before to america i don't know except when she leaves the house <laughs> I guess he doesn't know that because she's a she's bringing home men. Yeah. Like Frank. When did you start torturing rats and why? <laughs> like, it's not hot to torture rats. I'm just saying. <laughs> 
Uh-oh. Ah, Kirsty's gonna find out. Okay, okay. Yeah. I forgot about this. So this is where, like, she actually enters the plot. Yeah. <laughs> don't make that face. It's like she saw, but I don't think it's really true. You don't have to explain. We all get lonely sometimes. Mm-hmm. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so lonely, we'll murder random strangers for a mm-hmm. rat torturing blood fleshy thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Does she see? Like, I don't understand. She might have heard, but. Give me that blood. I want your blood. He's British too. Yeah, he's definitely British. Don't let him kill me. Don't let him kill me. I'm a <laughs> goblin. I am. I'm on my way to Mordor. What is making that sound? Is he slurping the blood? Is that what it was? Okay. <laughs> Heard that door close. <laughs> I mean, she saw him go in, so it's not like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's not an easy way out of this. And I don't actually remember. Where this goes. Oh, that's where it goes. Oh, okay. So we're just, we're going to go all the way here already. Oh, all the way here. Yep. She said no. It's Uncle Frank. (laughs) Come to daddy. Come to daddy. Yikes. See, there's a different... There's a different version of this where... Julia is her mother, and they insinuate that Frank's actually her father. Uh, uh Uh-huh. Which is what I feel like they were almost suggesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think the come to daddy is just more of a sexual. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. You're still a blood yeah, flesh guy. <laughs> oh no. Ah. Uh... Wait, can he not go outside? <laughs> it's like some kind of vampire. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Huh. I do wonder if he is stuck. He's not stuck in the room, clearly. But yeah. Yeah. Like he said, no. Like, oh, there's no way I could get there, it. Because there is something tethering him there, I think, because otherwise he could leave. Couldn't he just leave and then hide from the Cenobites without being fully reformed? Like, maybe he does have to. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe Stay. so. <laughs> we have no idea what her experience of Frank was. Correct. So <laughs> it's just like, I don't even know. He says you remember, like, I think we're supposed to believe he was probably never really around and they, yeah. he barely knows him. Because, you know, he's like, oh, you grew up and you're beautiful and, like, you yeah. remember me? That's what you say to someone you haven't seen since they were a kid. Yeah. But, yeah, this, um... Uh, this is a great shot, whatever that means. This is an escalation that I think signals we're, we're moving into a new phase here. Mm-hmm. Because, like, so far, this thing was going on and no one knew about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's oh, just it was watching. just the thing on TV. <laughs> watching flowers bloom. In 1957, where are they? <laughs> You've been committed. <laughs> No, seriously, what happened? Mm -hmm. I'm very confused. It almost seems like this should she be a passed dream out. sequence. Yeah, okay. she passed out walking down the street. Okay, well... The police want to speak to you about why you were passed out? I don't know if that's a real thing. Yeah. I thought maybe they found a, a body at the house, but I, I guess that's not necessarily true. Uh-oh. Yeah, this is a weird place to go, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, yeah, you gotta, I guess, have her isolated to... Yeah. Open the box. Ah, okay. That's where. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now she knows what's at stake. I mean, puzzle boxes are always fun. There's yeah. certainly a puzzle box of a similar shape in Mulholland Drive. 
Mm-hmm. I always thought it was a very easy puzzle. Yeah, I don't think it's supposed to be that hard. And in Mulholland yeah. Drive, it was just a key. Yeah. It's really more that you engage with it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, see, it's doing all this by itself. I'm going to open for you. Deal yeah. with it. <laughs> you I open the it box. Was, it's your fault. I do fault. wonder if that's, if that's because they're trying to find Frank, and so they... Mm-hmm. There on the other side. Just waiting. made it happen. Yeah. It's the other thing I like about it, just the idea of this device that, you know, gives you access to the other dimensions or change. Mm-hmm. The way it incorporates into the real world, you know, to show that, I've always thought was interesting. Yeah, yeah. Now, this shot, this is a funny shot where you get to see the bad special effects, this little monster that's going to attack her. Yeah. The shot at the very end where you see the wheels that it's on. Like, <laughs> in the shot. Yeah, yeah. This thing that only happens in horror movies. The wall opened up and there's an infinite corridor. Let me walk down it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I keep expecting a dream sequence, but I I, I guess this is... I know the whole movie is a dream. <laughs> I guess this is all agree, real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless it's all in her dream the whole time. Yeah, yeah. There was that one dream sequence, but ever since then, I don't know. So, so what is this thing? It's just a creature. I don't know. It's a hell. It's a random monster. creature. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see the wheels. You see the yeah, it's yeah. like a wheelbarrow thing. I never noticed it before. Yeah, like, I don't know if this thing is considered a Cenobite, right? I That's what I'm saying. Is... Like, it's not even yeah. clear how it relates. But she got there by opening the box, so... Yeah. Like, it seems like it should. It's gonna be a Kool-Aid man shot here. <laughs> Open. Yeah, open, close, same thing. Okay. Who made blood go on the IV? <laughs> oh, that IV needs changing. Yeah. Oh! He might be my least favorite. <laughs> In terms of scary-wise. Mm-hmm. No Chatter, chatter, chatter. Yeah. What is it? Uh, chatter... 
Chattertooth. Let me fill your tongue. Chattering. I think it's just chattering to I think that one's the worst for me. The fat one? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really open it. I just messed with it yeah. and then it opened itself. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's all perspective. Again, I must quibble. I, I don't think it counted. <laughs> I feel like they should admit, like, we made the box open. Like, why are they bullshitting? Oh, here's the other thing. He didn't. Oh, so that so they didn't open it to try to find Frank. He didn't even know. They didn't yeah, know. yeah, you're right. <laughs> I love that. It's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even know he left. So how much can we really care? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your soul or your body or both? Because <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> she said maybe we should just leave and he just goes like this, look at me. Like he gave no indication that he can't leave, just that he shouldn't leave looking like that. Gotcha. Yeah. Hello, dear. Mm -hmm. So now they're like, okay, we need somebody. Let's just take my husband. Yeah. Who are you, by the way? I know. <laughs> Why do you have visitation? He's the, he's the Kyle McLaughlin in the story that uh, you know, Blue Velvet. Yep. Just he's just not the central character. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like the roles are reversed. Like the Laura Dern character is the one going through all the shit. Mm -hmm. And he's just like following along. I love blood on my face. Mm -hmm. It's good for the pores.
Oh, so this is a great reversal. Because Frank's going to look like the dad, right? Yeah. Which, I don't know if that makes sense. Like, he took his skin... Oh, is that the idea? Like, he wasn't going to regenerate his own skin. And I guess, yeah. He needed, he needed a new skin. You can see... What happened to the, the blood in her face? Like... Was that in the flashback? Like the smearing blood yeah. on, on the face thing? Yeah, he's all sweaty like Frank. But yeah, I feel like the blood should have restored his old skin eventually. Like, mm -hmm. that just seems more logical to me, but whatever. What do I know? Don't worry about this weird blood wringing my head and neck. You mean whatever Frank is is unspeakable? <laughs> Look at that blood around his hairline. Where, like, this, you know, this skin is stitched together or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's also weird how his voice changed. <laughs> I know that's just a practical thing, but... <laughs> His voice should sound the way it did before. Frank's had three different voices this whole yep. movie, so it's all right. <laughs> yeah, he's going to like say, come to daddy later, and that's what you'll realize. Yeah, you're right. Frank. Yikes. But I guess at this point it's not crazier than other shit she's already seen. Yeah. Oh, we're here. He's right out there. I guess she doesn't know that. Mm-hmm.
Ah, hand. <laughs> she doesn't even know where she's keeping her from. She's running for Cinnabites right now, lady. Yeah. Yeah, what is like you you can't leave and go to the police? Like I'm not even sure. Come to daddy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to daddy. <laughs> Don't <say. laughs> yeah, come on, Frank. That's not a... Uh... Ooh. Wow. Is is he more brittle than usual or does she just yeah. have really sharp ass nails? Yeah, I think it's all both. <laughs> I think maybe they skipped the process and he just put skin on top of his uh, not fully formed corpse. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Mission Impossible like it works way better than it should. <laughs> yes. Like he even gets the voice. Ah, oh no! Little yellow jackets moment there. Well, you knew you were gonna get your comeuppance, oh! right? Oh, Frank didn't care about you. Yeah, and you should have known that. All the signs were there. Yeah. Always go upstairs. That's what. They yeah, say. this house has four rooms, and they're all upstairs. <laughs> yeah, it's a very scream uh, type thing going on here. <clears throat> Do you have to jump out the window? I don't even know what the plan is. Don't hide in that suitcase. <laughs> Like, you need to get the Cenobites and tell them, like, Frank over there, like, deal with them. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Was that Jesus? See what I did there? Okay. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Was that? Okay, whatever. Yeah. Doesn't matter. You don't know what Jesus looks like? Well, yeah, I know what Jesus looks like. I was just wondering why I was in that cabinet. Where do you keep your Jesus? Uh, out where everyone can see our Lord oh, and Savior. Flaunting your religion, I see. Obviously. What else should one do? <laughs> oh, too soon. Like, why isn't she looking for the Cenobites? She knows he's Frank. She knows they want him. Like, isn't that the thing to do? Yeah, she should have taken him to the room with the Cenobites. Yeah. They literally said, like, 
Yeah. What the fuck was that? Oh, that was just a random dead body? That was the one, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they were like, bring me the man who did this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like, she didn't understand at the time, but like, now she should. And why can't, can the Cenobites not open that door and like walk around the house? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good question. Where does she think he went? <laughs> it's a great question. <laughs> I guess downstairs. Oh, man. Yeah, you're not winning any Final Girl words. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> this is really... <laughs> okay, now they're in a room. Everybody. Just by accident, seemingly. Yeah. I don't even know how the Cinnabites are able to show up without the box being opened. So. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh oh. Is that you, Uncle Frank? <laughs> Come to daddy. <laughs> Pinhead daddy. <laughs> That's actually, I'm surprised it's not a line. Come to daddy, yeah. Mm-hmm. One good turn deserves another. Definitely. I do love the chains, too, to, like, telekinesis. Chains, chains from nowhere. Yeah. 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 Chatter, chatter, chatter. Chatter, chatter, chatter. That's what I do. I was really into teeth-based things. <laughs> he was a dental hygienist in a former way. No, I really didn't. I Yeah, I mean it'd be nice <laughs> if she did, but she kind of I mean, She should have set him up. She but... set up the idea. <laughs> she gave them the idea, but not the actual Yeah. Of it. Yeah, it's like it's like they that should be true, but What you have done, no one else has ever accomplished because mm -hmm. we don't keep tabs on our inmates and we also wouldn't even know because we didn't we just found out about this by luck <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe Julie was right they would have never found him if mm -hmm. like yeah. this like specific sequence of events hadn't happened yeah ooh that's a big one
And even in this moment. <laughs> of course. Oh, Frank. Jesus wept. Oh, they can go down. You know I didn't really open a box, right? <laughs> that shit opened like half itself. Half opened it. Half opened it. <laughs> That's Julia. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, she opened it. She opened it. Wait, what's happening? Why does she have the box? Why does she have the box? It's a good question. How did he even... I don't... I'm very confused. Did they just put it there? I, I don't have a better explanation. Because she was already dead and she's like chained up too, so. Huh. <laughs> oh shit. You got pins in your head. <laughs> I guess the idea is the box has been open this whole time, which is last. Yeah. Time uh, gladly. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> where my house is. <laughs> I think this is a little bit of a weak climax. Definitely. Because, because she didn't really realize what she was up against until so late. Yeah. You know? So by the time she defeats it, it's a little bit accidental and not yeah. quite a plan. And then this guy's like, <laughs> this <fucking> hey! Guy. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing tonight, huh? <laughs> this house is falling apart. It's a real dump in here. <laughs> <laughs> you said it was a fixer-upper. Oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Will you marry me? Marry my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't he get boxed? Oh, She's got to like, do extra box work. Yeah. It's like each, one... each, each step takes one away. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. And the blob needs one too. Mm-hmm. Okay, it wasn't even the box. Some shit just fell on him. <laughs> All right. That was a load bearing beam. We're actually just going to leave him there. It's fine. Ah, here we go. Finish the box, girl. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> this makes it seem like this is a Cenobite. Yeah, it does. Look at the glass. Oh, good job. Oh, this is hilarious. I remember this This part looks so Oh, funny. we're... Okay, the best we're... hand slapping fight. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think we've definitely lost the plot at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Stop! See, that was interesting. Yeah, it was. gonna help her, and he's like, no, you no, know what you're get doing. No, get the fuck away. I'm the box master now. Yeah. Puzzle me this. Wow. You really He's like, I think help. we need to see other people. <laughs> 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 it's a little bit more high maintenance than I'm looking for. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, he's really like thrown into the shit like really. He doesn't yeah, it's like he should have been around for a different better version of this story would have had them in the mystery earlier. Yeah. Uh and and them on the case together a bit. Uh, yeah. He has he's he's missing so much of the story. Yeah, he, he just shows be in up shock of just like <laughs> what is happening. Yeah. He's acting like he has any sense of like what happened mm -hmm. yeah yeah and he just saw like tiny pieces of it and like it was crazy and he has no context at all i mean she barely knows what's happened <laughs> yeah she barely knows <laughs> and it's like she knows more a lot more than he does so it's like so the house burned down i think that's the implication yeah just uh like accidentally or something caught fire i or no 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 this is something else there's somewhere else didn't the, but they showed the picture burning. Like, didn't that imply the oh. house burned? But they sat here for twelve hours while the house burned down the rubble. Like, <laughs> don't ask me. But that's what it looks like. And the fire department never came. I, I don't. I don't. It makes no sense. But that's what it looks like. But they're in a different place. There's a bridge behind them. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, this you're isn't right. That's not. Was. That's not where the house was. This is you're just right. some other thing. I don't it's just know. a coincidence. Like the house is burning, and then this is a field where there's just a lot of fires. Bonfires, no homeless. <laughs> oh, so this is the guy who's like, I want my box back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the box master. Is he the Hellraiser? Oh, he's the hell. Look at him raising hell. I really need to know who the Hellraiser is. <laughs> I thought the box was the Hellraiser. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, you're a demon dragon. I'm a demon dragon skeleton. And I'm going to fly, and away, with fly the... away with my box. I got to say, that's pretty surprising. That's pretty surprising. This guy see seen that some shit that evening. Yikes. Right? <laughs> and then I love the circular nature of the story. Yes, this is also very Tales from the Crypt. Yes. Coming back to like. And the cycle continues. Who will get the box next? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's you. Exactly. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, oh, I mean, man. it's not a perfect movie, but it's got a lot of interesting parts. <laughs> Uh, I agree. I agree. I mean, there's there's something there, you know. It 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 has endured for a reason. It's just, uh, there's just so many things about it. I wish I could change. I would love to see a, a no offense, like a better director's version of this. 
Maybe you're in luck because it's Hellraiser 2022. I am certain that it will not be better. By David Bruckner, who directed such hits as... <laughs> oh, he directed The Night House. We were the, talking about that. The what? Remember The Night, ha- the night House? That movie I've said I want to see? Oh. About the, ha- about the house at oh. night. Um, <laughs> the one about the house at night? <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> He directed two episodes of Creep Show. Talk about Tales from the Crypt. Okay. Um, okay. VHS. Okay. VHS. I didn't see it, but it was a big deal when it came VHS out. VHS is the remake of No. Wait. What is VHS? I think it's like a anthology horror thing. Uh, it's about people who find a VHS tape. From what year? Get more than they bargained for. Pretty recent. Twenty twelve. Oh. Eleven years ago. Twenty twelve. Damn. Time's flying. Is by. that is that not is that not the remake of um something? Oh he did a segment, yeah, because it's an anthology. Oh, it's an anthology. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, never mind. That's not what I thought it was. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what that is. I don't think I've ever even heard of this. Oh. Hmm. With all these people? Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, maybe he is better than Clive Barker. You know, the thing about Clive Barker directing it is he knows what his own vision is. So I do think, like, that's worth something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But I do think as far as movie movie goes, aside from, like, Clive Barker's crazy imagination, it can be a bit lacking. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, I just, you know, if like Kubrick or I don't know if like somebody got a hold of this who was like really a great director, you know, it'd just be interesting to see uh, if it if it could have been maybe more effective for me. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm surprised. I, I feel like I remember now, but it's it's very sim. There's a lot of similarities with Blue Velvet. Yeah. Which I think came out the year before. But so I'm assuming it's just yeah. kind of a zeitgeisty thing, but it's it should very be similar to a lot of a lot of elements overlap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I can yeah. I didn't really Yeah, that's strange. It's weird when that happens. Yeah. Like there's just stuff in the air. Murder. Yeah, I think I think Frank just put some skin over his body, and he would yep. have originally got his original skin and stuff back, but with more. I guess blood. what's weird is you know it's it's just it's just a weird turn in the story. He could have I guess taken the blood from Frank. I mean from yeah uh, the dad guy yeah, but, uh, but instead he just took his skin, which adds to that third act where he's impersonating him right. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the deception was so quick, like, I'm not convinced it was really worth it. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know. If he had lived as him for a while... Yeah, exactly. I think the rewrite I would do is uh, Christy and the boyfriend are suspecting the, the, the stepmom is cheating earlier in the story. They start... They do the detective thing that... Yeah. That uh, Laura Dern and Kyle McLaughlin do. Yeah. Uh, they hide in the closet. Right. And they see her, you know, do something crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and then I think, yeah, then you make Frank, there's a switcheroo where the dad gets replaced, and I would hide it from the audience. 
if yeah, if it works. But I would maybe even hide it from the audience that at a certain point mm-hmm. we're seeing the dad and it's really yeah. Frank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then I think by that the time could work. Christy comes to the dead, and he's like, oh no, we'll take care of it. I think part of what ruins some of the action is it's very clear. She goes from thinking the stepmom is cheating to seeing a dead, a, a, a man in the middle of dying, and then a reincarnated Frank all yeah. at the same time. And then very quickly after the Cenobites. Yeah. So it doesn't have a really smooth, even progression on yeah. how it, the the drama gets ratcheted up. Yeah. You know, and so I would I would smooth that out. And there is there even could have been a thing when she was in the mental hospital. I mean, it looked like a mental hospital. I, I said that not meaning to say that, but I think maybe that's where she was. I don't know, but I think so too. But I don't really understand why. Like, yeah, we like, found you on crazy. the street, so you yeah, must be crazy. crazy. <laughs> But I, but I, I, it would be cool to do to do some gaslighting where, um, uh, you know, Frank, in the guise of the dad or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, honey, you're this is too much stress on you, and yeah. you're so committed. Uh, and then she gets a little sequence where you know she's held against her will and maybe has to like use the box to open a portal to escape or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah. it's weird how they, they left off at the hospital. Like, where'd she go? The door was yep. locked. <laughs> and it was weird because she was in the room. Yeah. And, I, and what does she do? She just shows up at the house with the box. Right? It's not so, clear. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what happened. It's a mystery. It's very strange. Yeah. A mystery box. And they just lit. Hey. 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 Another thing that's like kind of weird about it for me that I always find a bit disappointing is that like, I feel like for the first two thirds of the movie, like Julia is your point of view character. Like mm-hmm. you're following her around while she's having memories. She gets flashbacks, right? None of the other characters get flashbacks. Yeah. Except Frank a little bit, but the, you yeah. know, like, like, and you and she goes through this journey she she takes this crazy step and blibbity blah and then she's just killed off and that's it like mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. it's like it's killed off screen right we didn't even know like, she was dead until Christy no i mean you sort of you saw you saw frank do it more or less he stabbed her and then he started oh, sucking the blood yeah, yeah. and yeah yeah, yeah 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 you did you did see that that's right that's right but it's it just feels very like disappointing you know it's like Wait, after all that, like, I don't know. I think that's that's sort of why, in a way, it it it, it would change the story and it would lose some of the noirish aspect. But yeah, switching the point of view to the comical Nordern kind of investigating yeah. something weird's going on, you know, and we don't know all this. Like, we can find it out eventually. Like, I feel like then I would be less disappointed by the mm-hmm. the way it ends. Since yeah. we weren't asked to invest so much in it, only to just it, to have it be thrown away, basically at the end, it's like yeah, oh yeah, well. and we weren't that invested in Christie's story because yep. we barely see her or exactly anything of what she's doing. Yeah, uh, and and she doesn't have an emotional connect. You know, it's not like the story starts with oh, dad, I just really want you and stepmom to to be happy, and mm-hmm. you know, and this is the this is your chance to 
to reconcile it and, uh, you know, make the best of it. And, you know, like she's interested in her dad's happiness and yep. wanting to, even though she doesn't like Julia, wanting to make it work. And then, you know, uh, you know, and, and he's, you know, and, and wanting to trust her, but then he, she starts to suspect she's cheating on him. So now she's invested in uncovering that mystery because yeah. it affects her dad. Right. Yep. yep. Uh, and that's the way into like what's actually happening. Yeah. Um, and then she could see, you know, while she's they're hiding in the closet, she could see Julia, you know, they uh, um, Julia kills a guy and then they think, oh, my God, this is the worst thing I could see. Mm-hmm. And then Frank, you know, gross Frank enters. Yeah. And then they yeah. have sex while Christy and the boyfriend yeah. are hiding in the closet. Now it is getting you know. very blue velvet as you're rewriting. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just I'm making it blue velvet. It's like even and more then, blue velvet than it was before. Yeah, and then but then I was gonna say by that point when they see, you know, oh my god, like all this crazy stuff is happening, they come back with the police, nothing's there, there's no evidence. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, honey, you're having a mental breakdown. I gotta right. send you to the mental, so I'm gonna send you away. Yeah, yeah. Um there's just a lot going on because then you have the Cenobites, like it's this threat of like, we got to leave or they'll come get me, but they also don't know I'm gone. So <laughs> Yeah, I think that's uh, weird. And does it even matter? Like what? And it, there is this weird, like pragmatic, like dogmatic thing that he's like, rules are rules. You open the box and we come. Like, what do you want from us? Mm-hmm. This is what we do. Like we, we, we're, we, we're unbreakable in how this works. Like mm-hmm. there's no exceptions, you know? Like he's like, hey, chatterbox, let's look at the bylaws. What does it say if the you know if the box kind of opens itself? Does right. It yeah. Well, technically, it's about who who's holding the box when it opens. Mm-hmm. That's really what that you know. It's like. Yeah. 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 And I want more about Frank's escape. Like, I, I, yeah. it's just confusing to me. Like, you know, because like they paint Frank as this type of character who is like in search of these extreme experiences mm-hmm. and he gets like this ultimate one but then he wants to escape like i just i don't know i'm just sort of confused he doesn't want to stay well what's yeah he doesn't want to sort of stay in hell but we yeah we don't know what it's like for him there yeah uh but i will say on the flip side when he's getting killed at the end again uh he seems fine and happy about it he's there's no like please don't kill me it's that's like, true that's like, true okay fine you know um, yeah yeah it's true but yeah then it's like but then what was it all for yeah and, I don't and know. it is like what is he escaping to do what does he want to do yeah it's like a man in black be, thing you know like what's, yeah what's your end game? i think he should want to become a cenobite i think that's i was thinking the same thing and that's why it's weird to me that he's escaping you know yeah it just seems like he would naturally want to join them mm-hmm. you know and like but hey they were all fooled up. It's a no Franks club, and they no place, Frank. no place for Franks, no Franks here. Look at the yeah. sign. There's a no Franks policy, and they've already they have one Frank already, so <laughs> they can't have another one. Uh yeah, it's not a perfect movie. The you know, there's just a lot of interesting elements, but they don't all add up to a great, you know, uh, cohesive thing. Um, yeah, but I do appreciate the the dream logic. Like you said, a lot of scenes are like, "Is this a dream?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I just kept like expecting the subtext it. and like the like 
things just sh show up and we don't really know why it's happening or what people think about it and because um, yep. again like nobody it'd be different if they were like this was frank's house uh frank's dead now we're here you know but right it was like nobody right. knew where frank was he's just on one of his benders he's just gone yeah and when he shows up it's like well it's weird because you you look odd but it's not like we thought you were dead right 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 but yeah i mean as crazy as it is it's like he might as well have been dead i mean it's like <laughs> you have to kill people and I suck their blood to regenerate myself. It's like, you know, if he said and I was dead, it's like, okay. I mean, you know, yeah, that doesn't really make it that. Should be, it should be because I was dead. Now I have to do this. Mm -hmm. But yeah, and the Cinnabite, she's like, oh, take Frank because he escaped. So it's kind of like, well, we already owe him. And, you know, like it doesn't get her out of. It shouldn't really get her off the hook because mm -hmm. one of their prisoners escaped. Right. Unless, I mean, I think I think the story wants us to believe, you know, as the victor here, that she set Frank up to get ensnared by them again. Mm -hmm. It's just not quite how it played out. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, that should have been her delivering on her promise to like, yeah. okay, or the bar the deal, I should say, like, I'll deliver you, Frank, if you leave me alone. Yeah. You know, but that's not quite what happened but frank's like you did this to me yeah like, oh. yeah yeah and it's like that's eh. what she should have done is just like oh frank don't come find me i'm hiding in the room where the cinemites mm -hmm. are don't come up here yeah yeah but it yeah. really should have been it should have been a thing where frank knew that they, they see he didn't even know that they were there so he didn't even you know so it's like it's not like you go, oh, you can't trick me. I know they're in that room, and therefore I won't go in there. And then she has to trick him in there somehow, mm -hmm. you know. So it's just kind of lacking on on that front. She kind yeah. of looks into it all working out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like for a comparison, like in Nightmare on Elm Street, the final girl character in that story like has this journey where she starts off like early on, you know, she's in the middle of a nightmare and she has this like instinct to put her hand on a hot pipe and it wakes her up, you know? So she realizes like, I can like sort of slap myself awake by like hurting myself in the dream, you know? And when she wakes up, she's still got the burn and stuff, you know? And then, uh, later on uh, when she's in like the sleep institute she grabs his hat and it, and like when she wakes up she has the hat mm -hmm. like right there and and then from there she gets the idea that oh okay what I need to do is you know grab him and take him into the real world and then I'll fight him. And, you know, she sets up all these traps and it almost becomes like a home alone thing or something. Yeah. You know? But it's, it's like this gradual, like understanding of like how to deal with. Yeah. The, Use the, the, the logic against him. Yeah. Like this the, thing yeah. that attacks me in my dreams. And like, she gradually learns it. It's like, it's like just a nicely written thing and she's deliberately doing it. And that's, you know, that's what brings about the final, you know? So it's just like for comparison, like it's just yeah. so different. <laughs> Yeah, 
She should have. She should have discovered like un- discovered the puzzle box earlier, or yeah. or knew about it, or something. Uh, yeah, it's I think like part when... of it is just the puzzle box is just too easy. Yeah, to it is. Out. Yeah, it sh- it seems like it should have been harder. Yeah, it's sort of like if you get it and you start manipulating it, it's gonna open. Yeah, it really should be about the 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 the, the darkness of the person who's opening it. I mean, I guess there's you know there's that quality of just any innocent person could could open it and and be a victim, so that's fair game. But but um, yeah, I wish there was something more to what it takes to open the box. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because. Otherwise, just just have it be a button you press. Like why? Right. You know, like what? You know, I I think there is something to the intention behind the person who's opening the puzzle, like who wants to explore the dark side, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not quite clear that anyone who sees the box knows that that's what they're doing. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. You easily could just find this thing and, and you know like, oh this is a cool toy yeah, yeah just hey, mess I with like this it's just... like welcome to hell like oh god all right mm-hmm. yikes <laughs> yeah <laughs> not ready for all that <laughs> i think they missed out on this on pinhead saying come to daddy that should have been uh yeah before frank yeah this ripped apart <laughs> It does seem like he should have said that. I agree. He's not real quippy, you know. He's not. He's, he's not, not Freddy Krueger. He's very like, uh, yeah, introverted in the way. Like, yeah, very like these are the rules of the box. Kind of all business. I the rule. He's like a Vulcan or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. You did X, and therefore Y. Mm-hmm. End of story. Yeah, the Cinnabites are more like their visual design is sort of more interesting than their personalities. You mm-hmm. know, like I said, I do appreciate that they have a thing that they have a goal and they they want certain things, but they're not like you know Coen Brothers characters, right? Or, uh... <laughs> no, very much not. No. <laughs> well, cool. Well, um. That was fun. That was, it was. fun. I think uh trying to do I do I like it more than bodies, bodies, bodies? I think I have to. <laughs> uh yeah, I think I have to. I... Bodies, bodies, bodies. <laughs> doing something else, obviously. Yeah, it's very hard to compare. Like, I will give it it has more interesting ideas, you know? Mm-hmm. No doubt. As a movie, I don't know. I'm not so sure, but um, yeah. But in terms of its its imagination, it's certainly more exciting. It's definitely, yeah. That, that's what I like. It was it's very imaginative. It's a unique sort of story told with old tropes, you know. Um, yeah. And it's it's just yeah. It's uh, it's got some rough edges. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely could have used some 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 well, work. We should watch the new one. I, I always love uh, comparing the originals to remakes, just to just for the edification of seeing kind of <laughs> what they do differently. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could we could definitely do that. Yeah. Um, I feel like 
I'm like, I mean, I'm always skeptical about any, I haven't really watched that many of them because anytime I do, like a lot of times what happened, like I watched the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, I watched like 20 minutes of it and I just had to turn it off. It was so terrible. Like, yeah. like it just didn't have anything close. Um, and I suspect that the new one will lose essential aspects of what makes it work here because it's going to be people working on it that, that are not Clive Parker. Yeah, it's going to be, but I think it's going to be more modern. I bet the it will story be. is going to be more straightforward. Probably so. They'll probably uh, smooth out some of those and bet, edges. And I bet Pinhead is more charismatic. Yeah. That's probably true. Um, That's probably true. Yeah. I do, I do want to, and I don't even know if it's really, I mean, it's called Hellraiser, but I don't know if it's a, if they're redoing the original. Part. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, or if they maybe, sometimes when they do those remakes, they incorporate stuff from the sequels, like, who mm-hmm. knows what they're going to do. Yeah, I, I've no, I didn't even know that they made a thing until I was looking for this movie. It's like, oh, they mm-hmm. remade that movie last year? Okay. I mean, I guess it was a matter of time, but, uh, I find it hard to believe that it will be better. Um, even though I'm not a fan of this, I, I just doubt <laughs> I just doubt it'll be better. Uh, but it definitely can be interesting to compare. Yeah. Yeah, so this is, uh, it's about a young woman recovering from addiction who ends up with a puzzle box that summons the Cenobites. Oh, that sounds very yeah, different. So it's what we were saying about centering her character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Are they even? No, it's not the same character names at all. Anything like that. Okay. Yeah. They're taking more like the concept. Yeah, they're just rebooting the franchise more than yeah. remaking the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's the kind of story where you can do that. You know, with that ending, like it's like implied, like there could be many stories revolving mm-hmm. around this box. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's why it's like Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Yeah. Another exactly. anthology. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that probably will make it harder to compare because they won't even be trying to do the same thing. Yeah. Well, Unlike, all right. You well know, other remakes. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say thanks for listening to this spooktacular commentary. Spooktacular, that's right. I I you know, spooktacular <laughs> Just never gets old as a pun. Um, and uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until next yeah. time. Halloween 2. Woo! We did it. All right. Wait, is that the sign off? That's the sign off. All right. Sorry. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>